How's it going, everybody? We are here, Last Choice Network, bringing you Parents vs. Gaming, episode 16. It's July 11th. I can't believe we're still going four months strong. Uh, I am the gaming dad, James Ayers. Let me introduce the cast tonight, right here in the middle. You've got U.S. Bobber himself, Mr. Jay Noller. Jay, how are you? Good, how you doing tonight? Good, man. And all the way on the end, special guest tonight, we've got... Taylor Brown, Master of Shadows. How are you, Taylor? Doing good, doing good. Nice. All right, so before we get into it, this is going to be an anime episode. We're going to talk about kind of what's good, what uh, is safe for your kids, what's not safe for your kids, the extra talent that is put on uh, display for an anime show that some people might refer to that as, as the Japanese uh, art style is definitely very different. But let's kind of go around the room and, and tell us how your week's been. Jay, I know you've had some crazy stuff happen with the arena football team this week. Can you give us a little recap of what happened? Because I'm sure uh, Taylor and I, being from Texas, we're going to have a good laugh at this. Okay, so uh, we were had, supposed to have an exhibition game this weekend. It was supposed to be against the San Antonio Valor, which is another arena football team. Everything got set up. Well, and then myself personally... Um, my business took me down to San Antonio. So as I'm flying down there and jumping on and off planes, I'm getting messages, um, saying that the San Antonio Valor may or may not be showing up. And so, um, after all was said and done, the San Antonio Valor team is no moss. Um, and the owner took the money and run and the players and the coaching staff had showed up to the bus to like drive up in their sleeping motor coaches and stuff only for the owner of those motor coaches to inform them that they never got paid. The credit card doesn't work. And then, so it was just big fallout. Like guys couldn't cash game checks and everything else. And of course I was in San Antonio at the time. So I'm texting the league commissioner and my coach like, Hey, you want me to roll over this dude's house, drag him out in the street, beat the shit out of him. I got a bunch of dudes here. Um, you know, we'll bring some pipes and baseball bats and uh, couldn't get a hold of them. Couldn't do anything. Uh, so I finished up my work and everything and, and came back and uh, hung out with the family all weekend. Mm. That's <laughs> absolutely crazy. So the battle of who's better at football, the South versus the Northwest, never took place. Uh, I think it did. I think we won. We pay our bills. We pay our players. <laughs> we uh, I mean, we that's not the, have an arena. That's not the player's fault. Very low threshold for us to claim victory on this one this weekend. So uh, we're going to claim it as a forfeit uh, for our fun exhibition. But yeah, no, we're still around and uh, we've got a couple more games coming up here and then uh, on to playoffs. So I'll keep you guys updated on what's going on. Now, I, I did have a question with it. Just, you know, obviously it's a little bit different. You don't see something like this happen in the NFL or any of the major sports here. You sell tickets to these games. Do you just refund everybody? How did you let the fans know? You just blast it on social media or... or Sorry, game's canceled. The other team sucks. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, and that was basically our post. Um, you know, our uh, our posse that we have, we kind of call our fan base. Um, you know, we let them know via social media. We started issuing the refunds. Uh, we, you know, and it was it was like a double, a double negative for us because uh, we were also doing an autism awareness. And so a lot of our ticket proceeds were going to the Autism Awareness Foundation. So we had a huge, massive um, charitable contribution that was going to come out of this game, um, which we weren't able to because obviously uh, no game, no uh, no revenue, no nothing to be able to give to the Autism Foundation. So San Antonio Valor. <laughs> <laughs> Not much Valor with that team, I guess. <laughs> no, no. Fuck them all. Uh, well, listen, if any of you guys are listening from the San Antonio team by chance, I am not doing that to you, so I don't uh, have any ill will. I live here in Texas. I support you, and good luck the on players uh, were, finding a new and, team. And just to clarify, Gary, just to clarify, players were awesome. Coaches were awesome. The owner can go um, fuck himself with a cactus as oh, far yeah, as I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, to, I mean, these guys, uh, I'm sure these these guys, some younger, some older, have, uh, you know, they're still putting their heart and soul. They're not making top dollar. They're still, you know, some of them have jobs, I'm sure. And then they're showing up to practice to be on a football team. To go through all that, it, it's, that sucks. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that was my week. All right. So, uh, Taylor, we have you here. Uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. 
special episode this week, like I said, going over anime. We really want to, you know, we talk about gaming all the time and what's good for your kids and how to help your kids understand. And as a parent, what's what's gaming is safe and that we you should support your kids gaming and, and all these other things. And a lot of people kind of tie in anime with gamers. A lot of, you know, you hear a lot of that stereotype of, oh, you're a gamer, you're a nerd. Oh, you probably watch anime too. So with that being said, I do know that a lot of gamers are into anime, especially, you know, you have anime video games as well. So we've brought you on to kind of help us as Jay and I are not very well versed into the anime. You know, as anyone I know personally, as much as as much as possible. Uh, but before we jump into that, can you just kind of tell everyone who you are, what you do, where you come from, why you're wearing that A&M hat? Well, best team in college football. Come on. <laughs> no. Um, I don't hate on them right now. It may come back to bite you later. Yeah, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'll keep sporting my, my Buckeyes. <laughs> um, I'm from originally from Lexington, Texas. I'm currently live in Giddings, Texas right now. Uh, I'm actually a glazer, which is work in construction. We do the framing and windows and everything for major commercial buildings and stuff like that. Um, one of our big contracts is, is like HEVs that are down here. You won't know them from the north, but from the south you see them. Because they're, <laughs> they're literally your bigger grocery stores in Texas. Um, other than that, it's been a good week at... Just got back from a loss in a softball game. It was a little upsetting since we were up 9-2 and Ooh. lost. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Atlanta yeah. Falcons much? Oh, yeah. No, it was bad. Because we, uh, we lost in the uh, second-to-last inning. They hit, oh, a three, no. they, hit a, they hit a three-run bomb and then a three-run double. It was, oof, it was not good for us. Now, from what I understand, you told me the story earlier. Jay, they had this guy come up to bat that everyone in the league thinks sucks. So the outfield squeezed all the way in thinking he couldn't hit the ball, and he Tim Tebowed them over their head. And that's why they lost. Yep, he burned us. <laughs> Look, He's that's never going down, hit the ball. That's going down as like his peak moment of his entire life. <laughs> The, oh yeah, that he is, is running his mouth. That's amazing. That is his four touchdowns <clears throat> at Polk High story that he will share the rest of his life. <laughs> He's, it's his Al Bundy moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So for those in chat, uh, I know we're, we record this uh, podcast live. So if you're listening to this later and you ever want to listen, watch this live, you can jump on uh, twitch.tv slash I am the gaming dad and join us if you want to join in the chat and whatnot. Uh, so don't be afraid for those that are here as we're going, throw things out in the comments. I see alligator Loki, Mrs. Shadow, uh, Mel, la, 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 right bros. Everyone knows, right. Uh, Gump is here. Um, Gump, you know what? The Xbox game pass taking over. I, we are going to lean into that very soon. Cause I want to do kind of a tutorial and Jay in the middle, you see here, he's already freaking out. He's a PlayStation guy. But yes, correct. Game Pass is getting better and better and better. And we're we're going to do deep dive soon. We're dedicating this one to anime. So like I said, if you guys do have any questions, please jump in, throw them out. We'll interact with you as we go. So uh, we're moving along, Jay. Game Pass is for another week. Okay, good. I have lots of questions, though. I have been looking forward to this all week. Once we figured out we were doing anime... <laughs> Because I have so many questions right now. And just so you know, the show is probably going to turn R-rated very quick. I have a <laughs> lot of questions. All right. So, Taylor, for those that are like, what is anime? What is anime? Is that just a cartoon? Before we jump into it, just explain as people that don't know what it is, right? Imagine that you're speaking to someone that has no idea what anime is. Just kind of break down the, the basics of anime. So anime actually is the art style in which the animation is done. Normally they like to use a lot of vibrant colors and brighter. There are some darker animes, but it originated in Japan. There's not, not all anime is from Japan anymore because Americans have taken the art style and they're using it to make animation themselves. So it's still anime. It's just made here in the States instead of in America. Japan. 
that highest form of honor is normally you're uh, mimicking somebody else is normally what that is. So, but that's mainly what anime is, is an art style in which the animation is done in. Okay. So to kind of set the tone, I know a lot of parents may casually look over at the television, see their kid watching it. And if you're just like those parents that don't know a lot about gaming, they don't know what they're looking at. You look over, it's a Saturday. You think, Oh, wow. Saturday morning cartoons look a little bit different. Um, but you, you just walk away from it. So would you agree that there's some anime that is very kid oriented and some an- anime that a kid definitely should not be watching? Oh yes. There's lots of genres of anime. There are some, there is some anime that is more focused on a younger crowd. And there's definitely animes that are focused on like your mid teenagers, your preteens. And then there's even animes out now that are definitely focused on an adult crowd. Like there's no way that I would ever let a kid under the age of 18 even watch those. So and now, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the kind you would find on some of some peculiar websites that yeah. you that you wouldn't want anyone watching really. <laughs> but I'm talking just straight anime. Okay, so give us a couple give us a couple examples of some very popular easily accessed anime that any kid or somebody could find pretty easy and it's something that a lot of kids probably do watch give us a couple examples of those shows um a couple examples of those shows like naruto dragon ball z uh one piece there's a lot of them in there that are in that kind of genre that kind of started up like cartoon network really made a hard push for them back in the day um a lot of kids they probably shouldn't be watching it but jojo's really JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is really big right now. I don't personally like it. I just don't like the style of the anime. Um, there were some older ones back in the day, like Rave Master and stuff like that, that was technically anime. That was an American cartoon that showed up on Saturday mornings. Um, Fairy Tales, another really big one. Uh, did I say Sword Art Online? Sword Art Online's real big, but I probably, again, wouldn't recommend that for your kids. It's It dives really deep into that some is, psychological things that kids that probably is, shouldn't be thinking That is about. the only one that I watched that you got me suckered into, and I learned very quickly. Season <laughs> one, any age could watch. I, I believe that. Episode <clears throat> one of season two, you should not let your kid watch that. Mm-mm. There's some some very... I learned real quickly how, how uh, anime goes to a dark side. And Jay is dying to ask questions here. Jay, go ahead. What do you got? Okay, so I'm a big Reddit guy. And so I see all kinds of like anime stuff popping up all the time. But what the hell is hentai? Hentai is actually porn that is made using the Japanese anime style. So it is a subcategory of what you were talking about to not let your kids watch. That's the one you would but find it is a, on But here. it is an anime. It it is using it is using anime art style to make an adult to make adult content basically. It falls okay because I saw a TikTok of Morgan. Uh, no, it was uh, of uh, Samuel L. Jackson on. Oh, this is a long group to get over here. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, what I think was on Jimmy Fallon, and he mentioned something, and he like, and I like hentai too, and I went, "What the hell is hentai?" So. Sammy Jackson, down with it, uh, you know, getting after it. Okay, other questions. First of all, is Voltron considered an anime? Yes, it is in the anime art style. The okay. newer stuff, especially the older stuff, was it falls into like the more like old style of anime that they used to use. They've definitely upgraded since then. Like you're you're talking Volt- old Voltron falls into. Um, like Kenichi World's Strongest Disciple category, like that older style of animation. Uh, Taylor, we have someone in chat asking, is Courage the Cowardly Dog, is that an anime? No, that is not. That is actually an American cartoon. So, <laughs> they, you say, so you're saying Voltron's anime, but things like Transformers, G.I. Joe, all that, that's a cartoon. Those were actually, if you look them up, a lot of them will say that they are American cartoons. They won't say that they're anime or Japanese-oriented animation. 
Okay, because for me, it's, like it's, as a kid, my shows were you know GI Joe, Transformers, and Voltron all around the same time. So yeah, Voltron Voltron's actually based originally around a Japanese anime that was produced in Japan before they transferred it over and started making it in America. And someone mentioned uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. I, I'm pretty sure that's anime, correct? Yeah, that's anime. They actually have a manga for it, and a lot of times you can see a lot okay, of your anime come to play the what? manga. Huh? What word? A manga. Manga. What's a manga? That is basically your comic books for anime. A lot of animes actually derive from them. They oh, start so as a manga. Source material, it, kind of. Yeah, it, it would be like watching the old X Men on the 90s X-Men show, and then reading the comics. It would be the same thing, okay. basically. So give me... So any parent that could be watching or listens to this later, give me something, an example of what they should be looking out for as far as how how can they know what's safe just by glancing over? Or what should they be looking into? I know this answer. The female protagonist. Uh, it's not always just the female protagonist. Yes, uh, when they are looking for, those, for an for, older audience, just so they we really know, for like those sexualize their characters a lot, so they really like to like just like what they did with the old. I'm gonna bring up the X Men again, the '90s X Men comics. They really sexualize the characters to really make the women that much better looking. They increase like their breast size and their butt size to just provide more eye candy, basically. In anime, they call it fan service. So Gump says, "Stay away from the tentacles." I would uh, stay uh, away. <laughs> I would. Uh, there's also, if you're just looking through anime, like you've seen your kids watching, if any of them pop up in the etchy category, I would definitely keep them from watching any of that. Now, etchy when you say kids, etchy, etchy or etsy, etchy, etchy is etchy. like. They're, it's really suggestive towards like sex and things like that, like super like suggested. So okay, so it, the average family, the average household is going to have you know whether you've got cable and you've got Cartoon Network, which I think you said you mentioned has some anime. Then you've got Hulu, Netflix, Disney. Those are your basic you know streaming channels, streaming services. What kind of anime can kids come across on that that's super accessible to them? Oh, right now, uh, Netflix is just... They've been pumping out anime after anime after anime. And there's a lot of them on there that are not kid-friendly. Like, even ones that are real super bright and colorful, like Seven Deadly Sins, it is it is not kid-friendly. I will say that much. Maybe as you get into, like, preteens and older, they can start watching it, but under... Under like twelve, probably not because it's got some suggestive themes to it. There's death, blood, and gore in it. So, and it looks like it looks like a old cartoon. It okay. really does. So let's break. I want to. I want to keep this simple for those listening again and, and that are trying to understand. So let's do a twelve and under category. Give me your top three anime that you would find safe for twelve and under. Top three anime safe for twelve and under. Considering I haven't probably seen any of those in years, because I don't really watch those anymore. <laughs> but I mean, they could be older. Hard. They could be older episodes too. It's it's hard not to say stuff like Pokemon and Digimon because those are anime. Okay, and both of those are safe for kids. They have life life lessons they teach in them and different things like that. Like you're looking for animes like that for kids that are actually trying to like show life lessons and the hardships that you can go through as you. As you grow up. Okay. So um, you've got Pokemon, Digimon. Where where does something like, obviously, Dragon Ball Z is is pretty popular? I, I Probably not under the age of six. Because like, there's a lot, of, a lot of physical violence in it. But it does, the, the big point of it is perseverance okay. through the main characters. It's really showing that if you just keep trying and pushing yourself, you can achieve pretty much whatever you want. That's mainly Goku's whole superpower is that no matter how how many times that he gets knocked down, he always comes back. Okay, so now we're outside the 12-year-old range. 
18 and under, because I would say, in my opinion, you're, you're in that PG-13 range, right? So at this point, in my opinion, is, is for a parent that doesn't understand, it goes back to the same thing we talk about games. It is, what are you comfortable, Jay and I have said this multiple times, if you're not comfortable having that conversation with your kids, then the, it's probably not something you should let them watch or play. I would imagine that's got to be the same for anime. So with that being said, Taylor, what would you, in your opinion, the 12 to 18 range start to kind of say that this is okay? You know, give me your top three for that that area. Well, ones I, I really like with that, they're, they're stronger violence, but there's not, uh, they don't step into the suggestive, like sexual themes as much. It's like Sword Art Online is a really good one. I like some older ones like Kenichi, uh, World's Strongest Disciple, another violent, but it was it was actually really good. Um, let's think, what else do we have in the repertoire? Because a lot of the stuff I watch now isn't something I would put in here. Um, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon actually would probably be fit in your lower category because there's not as much violence in it as you think because a lot of it's more like magical girl them using their abilities to defeat a bad guy now, rather are you than saying, physically hitting them. Are you saying abilities? Are you talking about their on-air talent, as Jay has alluded to earlier? Because I have seen the the thumbnails on Hulu, and they look very well endowed. They do, but they don't suggest – they don't get into suggestive themes. Okay. The top button's always done. Don't worry about it, James. Yep. The top oh, button is sorry. If done. the top button is up, then it's it top, doesn't matter the, the, that they've got two watermelons walking around <laughs> in their shirt. Top button's look, done, gonna... and they normally have a like a tie or a bow on. Yeah, look, <laughs> we're not going to body shame Sailor Moon, okay? Listen, I'm, t- I'm looking out for someone. Has. I'm looking out for someone that's like twelve and thirteen years old. You know what? You know, like that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Is is it? If you're looking into like body image and you're really worried that your kid may have a problem with it, may stay away from stuff like that because they really push these super fit, hey, you need to look like this type. But it's not that big of a deal in that anime. It really isn't. No, I mean, now I know I worked for an international resort for years all through my 20s and 30s and met a lot of different cultures, Europeans, Asians, and it's definitely... The culture over there looks at these kind of things way different than the average American family. So I I know that we're talking about, you know, so the anime is coming out of Japan and stuff. They most families over there aren't aren't thinking anything of their 12 year old kid watching any of that. That's just how it is. Well, they even still like Japanese culture. Also, they have a big thing against showing actual nudity. They're not real big into doing it. Even even in some of their more adult stuff, they refuse to do it by blurring it out or just covering it up. They'll show everything but like the nipple maybe or they never they never show crotch shots ever in anything. Yeah, I, I have Look, I have heard that, that all they I don't go all out. the way. They just it's very suggestive, like we've said. They go yeah. all the way. You've just got a big pixel box. Yeah. <laughs> Over the box. I think you're back and on so, his you know, <laughs> How much? How much is, research look, did you do, Jay? Before this, look, you come across went to all kinds of, all wow. kinds of gifts and everything else, <laughs> dude. I asked you if you wanted me to be here because I had no idea, and I told you that I'd just seen shit on the internet, and that I'm going to have to get my answers <laughs> from somewhere because I can't have. What is hentai in my browser history if I go out and get run over tomorrow? Like, that's not what I want the FBI to see is him being like, oh, hentai tentacles. Like, sure. what did you say? Watermelon chest? Like, where? where I, I am not blameless. I am not going to be the only one getting blamed here. I Just so you know, chat says uh, that's just what I've been told. Gump's over here laughing at all your words. Um, now, Taylor, I don't want to go too far down the deep end. You know, I don't want to sit here. I don't want anyone to listen to this and think that I'm is me or Jay. We're just like trashing on anime, and I because I've I've met a lot of kids that talk about it, whether it's Dragon Ball, Pokemon, all these things, and then they get into it. Anime is still a good um, source of like fun things to watch for kids and and young teenagers, right? I don't want to take that away from them, so. 
let's talk a little bit about what you find to be good about anime versus just your basic Saturday morning cartoon or them watching a TV show or not watching anything at all. Can you talk about a little bit what, what good can come out of it? So there's actually a whole genre kind of dedicated to like your um, preteen to 18 year olds and older generations do like, I don't find them as appealing to me. They're called slice of life where they, it's literally an anime about people's lives. It's, Basically what you would watch like a soap opera, but now you take them and you aged them down to like teenagers. And you also have a lot of animes that are, you have an anime that's about nothing but a a men's volleyball team. One that's about a basketball team. There's one that's about swimming. There's even one about ice skating called Yuri on Ice. Bobsled? No, (laughs) I don't think there's a bobsled. (laughs) There might be in the background of that one because they, the Yuri Ice does have a lot of winter games in it outside of just the um, ice skating, but that's mainly its big thing is ice skating. But so it's um, like in the background a little... of a scene, you see a bobsled go down. That's Maybe, as yeah. As you're getting. This is bullshit. Really... I demand representation. <laughs> you already got it in a movie, except it was the Jamaican bobsled team. Cool Those runnings. <laughs> <laughs> there's your representation <laughs> Hollywood gave it to you <laughs> um, but no uh, there's a there's a lot of good like there's life lessons that are taught in a lot of them um, there's some sadder ones like um, I think it's Your Lie in April it's a really good anime it's it's pretty sad towards the end uh, but the a lot of animes try to teach a lesson like that are more like directed towards younger kids and the younger ages. Some of the more adult themed animes, they're not trying to teach a lesson. They're, they're, they're there strictly to be entertaining. And that's a, like the big differences in them. You can really tell once you start sitting down and watching them, like which ones are trying to actually teach like a kind of a life lesson or something. And which ones are just trying to be entertaining. Because the ones that are normally trying just to be entertaining are normally not the ones you want your kids to watch because they are more willing to push the boundaries than one that's actually trying to get a point across. Okay, so now we've, we've talked about kind of the top three for the youngest, top three for the, for the teens. Give me two anime that if your kid is, you think your kid is into it and you as a parent would like to try to watch it with them and you don't want to watch the same Disney movie 500 times in a row, give me two animes that you would find fun for, you know, that kind of younger teen generation that a parent could sit down and, and enjoy the show with them, where it's not hitting those adult themes, where it's awkward that the parent and the kid are there doing this together. Uh, I don't want to set anyone up, but what would be your opinion on that? Well, definitely, I've, I'm always going to fall back on it. I know a lot of people hate on it now because they think it's too mainstream, but... I really enjoyed Sword Art Online. And like if you're talking like teenage age, Sword Art Online isn't bad for that age range. So and it's really interesting because I got you into it who never even watched anime. So <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm just gonna step in. Again, I said season one I think is fine. You said Sword Art Online. I don't know when the last time you watched season two was. Jay, do you know anything about Sword Art Online? Oh no. No. So Jay, Sword Art not at all. Sword Art Online is basically it's it's kinda it was relevant to me because I was really big into VR gaming. So these kids get this new VR headset and they get trapped in the game world, and if their parents like remove the VR headset, like it kills them, so they have to go through all these levels. They have to defeat the game basically to get all these kids out. And it's just season after season. Anyways, by season two, probably by the third or fourth episode. There's like two girls that get raped and then he murders them because they this well they don't get all the way there but they're this guy's like attempting to do it so then the main character comes in and just like murders them like he's John Wick with a sword so Taylor you're telling me that's okay for a young teen and a parent to watch together what I actually think you watched wasn't season two of Sword Art I think it was season two of alistization which is the final finale of sword art online no i probably 
100. because Sword Art Online Season 2, I don't even remember it getting that bad in it. I'm going to find the episode <laughs> later and show you for sure. Is it a hey, James? Is it like that episode of uh, was it Black Mirror that we were talking about with the two guys who get yeah. stuck in the VR game? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, oh. yeah. It's kind of I mean, the, the concept of it's really good. The, the first I mean, the first season's real, real friendly. It's about, you know, people. It's just like when us when we game together. We have our little group of gamers. That's what it would be like. Imagine us being stuck in a game. And if you die in the game, you you die in real life and and all that oh. crazy stuff but it's uh but they, i'm always you know, the one they, that's gonna die first no I but they, go, they, would be dead. <laughs> they 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 do try to work together for the most part and then there's i mean i don't want to spoil it for anyone to watch it. it it is really really interesting it's a really really good show uh there was just a couple of episodes hit or miss they came up my suggestion as a parent that doesn't know what they're watching these episodes typically are 15 to 25 minutes long um, there's usually no commercials or anything like that with the way you're getting them, whether it's Hulu, Netflix. If you start to get worried and you think this is going to be suggestive, it's super easy just to kind of like skim through the episode and then watch it with your kid. That would be that just me as a, as a parent and someone that it, it's super easy to, to just take a peek. It's not a two hour movie. You've got a filter or anything like that. Uh, Taylor, would you agree with anything like that? Yeah, it's super easy. I, I normally skim episodes myself just because I've probably watched a hundred of them. And I like going through and finding like clips and stuff from different ones that I just want to rewatch something real quick because I missed something. But on Netflix, it makes it super easy to skim with their um, ability to select in the show. It actually shows you frame by frame as you're skimming through it. So if you see tentacles, just tur- turn it off. Well, it depends on how you see the tentacles. If they're just <laughs> fighting them, you might be fine. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But uh, another one for that age range that I, I actually enjoyed, it it seemed a little childish at first, but it developed more. And it's one that um, uh, your brother likes. He's uh, watched it. He's almost through with it. Now it's a fairy tale. It's a yeah, you it's mentioned actually that one earlier. A really good one. Yeah, it's a real, really good anime. I, I enjoy that one a lot. Jay, do you have any other questions for Taylor on this? No, I'm just glad after he explained to me what was going on that I did not put it in my browser history, and my FBI agent did not have to um, look the other direction. So, uh, thanks for kind of clarifying that. And I also wanted to mention that I was actually in Japan when Voltron was being released, and that was my absolute number one show. And I still have the original five toys um, from Voltron um, at my parents' place. So I am a huge fan. Robots. Oh yeah, all five of them put together <laughs> with the sword and the shield, dude. Now you know, Jay. You know that robot. that Netflix brought it back because a lot of people don't. You oh, know, yeah, we don't think about this because we were kids. But Vol- Voltron was like a season and a half, maybe, maybe like eighteen total episodes or something like that. Netflix brought it back, and I watched the first two or three seasons. It's actually pretty good, and it's like ten to fifteen episodes a season. I think they're in like season eight right now, and they they. I've already, I've, I've already watched them all. <laughs> I knew he was going to say it. Is that why you were well, so excited to make sure that it was anime, so you could say you are an anime person? Thank you. Now you understand. And I also get the Pokemon reference, you know, a little Bulbathor. I wrote wore the shirt in honor of uh, Pokemon. My son's huge into it. We play the card games too. Um, but one thing I wanted to say about the anime was one of the things that I like is it's almost like a chapter book because a lot of our Saturday morning cartoons were just a, comp- you know, a complete episode. Good guy comes in, blah, blah, blah. And there was no like tune in next week sort of thing because you really didn't care. Um, you know, whereas this, like it actually is building towards a conclusion. There's a big story arc, um, as opposed to just, like I said, like the, uh, the 30 minutes in out Yojo and, uh, you know, we move on. Literally the worst thing in anime of all time. Next time on Dragon Ball Z (laughs) after they screamed at each other for 30 minutes. (laughs) I love Dragon Ball. Don't don't get me wrong, but they just. Sometimes they chose the most inopportune times to end 
a show. Like it's just about to get to the like the part you want to see, and they're like, hey, "No." <laughs> it's been a half hour of them powering Vegeta, like powering up and stuff. You're like, "Let's go!" Next time, on oh, you guys suck. Like <laughs> the worst part is, you knew it was coming because they changed the music to this real dramatic sounding music right before they do it. So it's just like, "No, you're not. No." And then you get the tune in next time on Dragon Ball Z. Oh no! That for me that was Batman as a kid, the live action show. Same bat There's... time, same bat channel. <laughs> Jay, don't act like you didn't watch that show. Don't sit all there in, in the middle like you didn't no, watch Batman. I have never been a big DC fan. I am not down with emo superheroes. I can't do it. I've never been a big fan of them, and especially Batman. Oh no, my parents died. Like I'm going to be a multi billionaire. Like I mean, just dude, stop. Like go go over. You know, listen. Somewhere. I just never loved all the things that like I was as a kid. I was afraid of the ocean. I was afraid of sharks. Batman had shark repellent. I mean, he had all these cool things that like stopped I'm everything. Literally, I'm literally about to rain on your parade, Jay. <laughs> what about DC and Marvel? Is okay. Tony Stark is literally the same character? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh sure. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, the difference no, is literally the same exact character. Yeah, I am not. Listen, I don't want to. Don't listen. I am. I'm not trying to piss anyone off. I'm a, a DC fan. I'm an Arrowverse fan more than I am the this DC disaster that they've put on the movie screens. Uh, but, uh, I'm also a huge Marvel fan. I will literally throw my money at just about everything that they put on the movie screen. We talked about that before. So I am not picking one over the other. I'm not going to sit here and say DC's better or Marvel's better. I don't care. I just want to see good movies and good TV shows. I think that there are, yeah, no, there's definitely some little differences because the difference is between (laughs) Batman and Tony Stark, Batman will have a girl and be like, ugh. Oh, I can't live my life and have this. Whereas Tony Stark's like, yeah, I'll put a ring on it. I don't give a shit. Like, I mean, he's like all about it. Yes, but they also super dove into Tony Stark's alcoholism and how it was ruining his life, too, in the comics. He's thirsty. That's real life. No, it's not. It's not. He's thirsty. He got the job. That's they went really dark with his character for a long time. Wait, I thought Robert Downey Jr. got busted for hookers, not for uh, for alcoholism. What? Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm no, or, no, I'm thinking of uh, or was it a uh, what? Oh no, that was um, the other guy got busted for like hookers and blow. I thought it was heroin. I thought oh, R- yeah, RDJ's arrest was over heroin. James, you have lost control of us. What is I wrong don't... with you tonight? <laughs> All right, let's bring it back a little bit. Does Jay or Chat, you know, th- this is kind of a feeler for anime. We're definitely going to bring Taylor back in some future episodes and kind of retouch if we get some questions. Don't forget, you can email us, parentsversusgaming at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. If you have questions, we'll bring Taylor back on, on a future episode as well, and we'll go over this. But before we move on to something else, does anyone in chat or Jay – have any further questions on anime before we move on? Okay, two questions. What does senpai mean? And what is the deal with all of these like guys walking around with these full-length like anime chick body pillows? The anime chick body pillows? That I don't know why that's really become a fad, but <laughs> it's just one of those things that it got big for no reason. And people are not okay. helping it at all by promoting it. They really aren't. And I didn't really hear your first question, <laughs> if you want to repeat it, oh. but the second one. What does senpai mean? Senpai? Yeah. The way they use it in anime and what it actually means is two different things. Senpai literally means like your elder, like someone that is they're above you and you look up to them. That is like with a base definition of it, but the context that they put on it in anime is it changes up how they mean it. <laughs> but it's really, oh. it's literally just like your elder, someone that is like, let's say you're an eighth grader and you're looking at someone that's even in ninth. Technically they're older, they're your elder, it's they're so more advanced. Than you. So that okay. would be your 
they've definitely definitely taken that word to the extreme. Okay. James, these are the questions that the people want to know. I'm just the mouthpiece for the for the group chat. These are the ones that, these are all the questions that they're too scared <laughs> to ask. Okay. Jay Jay, how much research did you do this week that your wife does or doesn't know about? I did zero because I wanted to have good quality questions from inquiring minds. I'm very, I'm, I feel like I've completely lost control of any of this. Uh, as we move on, we're keeping Taylor here. We're going to talk a little bit of Xbox. I have a question for you too. Jay, I feel like this is right down your alley. You can't be upset. Do you guys know, I know that Taylor knows, but Jay, do you know what Xbox All Access is? I mean, you've you've yelled at me numerous times about it. Well, you've, that's Game uh, Pass. Yelled. Oh, oh, it's not the same thing? No. So All Access is, you can buy, I think it's for $25.99 a month or $35.99 a month, something, somewhere 35. in there. It might be $35 or $25, whatever. The, the cheaper one is for the Xbox Series S. And then the more expensive one is for the Xbox Series X. <clears throat> it comes with two-year subscription of Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, which so you get PC, cloud gaming, and all the games on your console. And it includes you paying off the console itself. I think overall you still either break even or you save money, but you can pay it by the month. For those that can't drop $500 on a console, it is an amazing option like there's just no real negative to it anyways it's not it's not super well talked about but xbox on monday partnered with all for one and the i swear song they rewrote it for xbox with a music video have either of you guys seen this no. I haven't. But, Don't ruin that damn song for me. That was like my high school jam. Uh, Taylor, have you seen this? I have not, but I'm going to go ahead and ruin the whole all access right now because at the end of the day, if you're buying the Series X and you you buy it at what is it, five ninety nine right now? I think four ninety nine. You're paying four ninety nine, yeah. so it's five hundred dollars. So you're paying. About three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars more for that Xbox doing that. Plus, you have to use their credit institution. You can't use any other variation of a different credit institution. You have to use their specific one. So, and it, it kind of I don't so, like no, that because but it no, makes you but you're, set up through them. But I do. I do want to. I, I do want to step in on you because I don't I don't want anyone to chat to jump on you about being wrong about your numbers. Your numbers are wrong as far as it being $300 more, but I'm going to explain to you why. Remember what I said. It includes Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, which is $15 a month. So if yeah. you combine that with the $500 console, you actually save $15 after two years. But again, you are right. It does suck that you've got to use their financial institution. Of course, if you miss payments, things like that. If you're able to pay it off every month, it's not a problem. I like if you have the money. I, I'm with I'm with you, Taylor. I think you just buy the console outright. But for those that those that can't afford it, I mean, you got to admit it is it is a it is a valuable alternative for someone that just can't go in and drop you know five hundred dollars. And no, I know no don't. <laughs> Don't listen to James. James, you are totally full of shit. I am going to put my dad hat on right now, and I'm going to say that you are not a financial advisor. And your financial <clears throat> I didn't say that. Smart. I didn't say that. Do not. Do not rent-a-center yourself. In <laughs> that's order what it to is. It, it, that's, that is what it do is. Do not, because here's the thing, is you do the math on that, but you're not including the interest rate that is anywhere from 10 to 25% a month to be able to knock that out. But so that's only if you're not, not paying pay. your your monthly payment that's it no, no, no. there's still interest on it. okay it's, it's so james a... yeah it's a credit card and so james you ha you can't sit there and okay look at it look at it from the pure business standpoint i have the number one or number two console in the planet right now what is my incentive to hook you up to a payment plan 
other than to get to get you to pay more for that console. There is no incentive. You can't even find these damn things. You guys have been joking with me for months now about getting me one. And then everyone goes, eh, well, we can't find one anyway. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and so there's no financial incentive. You are paying more because there's no way they're going to give you basically a free Xbox and be like, ah, it's cool, dude. Pay us over the next two years. It's cool. Um, no, there, there's there's no way that they're not using like Intuity or um, one of these other uh, credit card companies right now um, in order to make, because they have to make money on it. There's no reason to have that program if they're not generating revenue off of it. Is uh, is Mike's not working? I'm okay. Can you hear me now? I, yeah, I, I will. I don't want to just jump in and agree with you because I think the way you guys looking at it is wrong. Because I researched a lot when I was gonna go in at the beginning, so we'll definitely look at this more when we go into the full Game Pass thing. We'll we'll discuss this because I think that you guys are wrong as far as them charging interest as you go. I I understand Did you read what you're their saying. Contract? I did, and I think it all comes down to late. Again, I, I could totally be wrong, so we'll research this, and we'll come back when we talk about the Xbox Game Pass. But I don't want to go too far in the deep end. The whole point, the whole point of me bringing this up is that Xbox. Uh, I don't know, uh, Jay. You're not so much on Twitter, but Taylor, you are. They are constantly just getting ripped on by Sony fanboys, and you know they're they're just buying games now. This, all that, and. The, but Xbox, you have to give them credit. In my opinion, they've totally leaned into the like meme culture. And anything they get made fun of, they just use it. So I love that they've jumped into this 90s genre of with All for One. If you guys haven't seen it, I think you should look it up. It's it's just hilarious. And I it's something that I think as far as... And Jay, you, you're the marketing guy. But I think as a marketing standpoint, to use... What could be them turning their nose up to negative publicity? They're just flipping that on its head and leaning into it, and basically making fun of themselves. I mean, they even in the even in the video, a girl's like going on a date by herself to play a Game Pass game, and she's even ditching her Xbox One to upgrade to the Xbox Series uh, S console. So it's like they're they're basically saying how disastrous their last console generation was that you know they're they're definitely not afraid to make fun of themselves and i think it's been a very smart marketing scheme for them well it's been going it's well here's the thing is you have to look at it from a demo standpoint is that generation from the 90s is now in the position to be able to be the strongest buying um market that's out there right now boomers are dying see a greatest generation's leaving um, you know, they've really lost their, 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 uh, their wherewithal. And so the late eighties, nineties, early two thousands are coming in, they're stable. They have families, they have buying power and they are now the buying power. Um, who was it? Uh, tag team. Whoop. There it is. They just did a remix on something. There was a remix of, um, a couple hell. They just announced that NSYNC backstreet boys and boys to men are doing a concert series down in Las Vegas coming up next month. And if you don't think I wasn't damn excited and looking at those tickets, you got to be out of your mind. But I mean, but it, it's it's that's where where everything's going. And I mean, if you want to look at a Twitter uh, account that's killing it right now, look at Wendy's. And I think I've sent it on here before. If you don't think Wendy's is not the absolute damn king of the saucy comeback, uh, I don't know who the person is running that social media account, but they are killing it. Absolutely killing it. And the same thing with, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Slim Jim. Um, They've got it kind of that edgy sort of thing. And really all you're seeing is the next generation coming in who's okay to make fun of themselves. It's okay to have a little fun at your Mm -hmm. own expense. Um, And I think that really speaks to like our generational shift that we're seeing in the U.S., um, is that there's there's more humor, there's more memes, there's more, you know, more just like everything that's kind of that pop culture reference. And, you know, and uh, Shadow, we just talked about that earlier, even before we jumped on was, dude, Loki, do you catch all the Easter eggs? Like people are eating that stuff up right now of like, oh my God, that's all for one. Oh my God, that was tag team. Oh my God. Like there's those callbacks and that stuff that kind of speaks to the larger um kind of pop culture that's just killing it so yeah i think they're doing a great job with it and sony once again probably needs to get the stick out of their ass because that's where it usually sits 
Um, you know, but I think, uh, you know, you're going to see more and more of that coming through. I mean, look at uh, Warzone. Warzone just had a massive 1980s Rambo John McClane callback, and people lost their damn minds. Me being one of them. I thought that was the coolest thing else. And then they left <laughs> Nakatomi Tower in. I was like, let's go. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's definitely it's definitely you can see them. Uh, they're eating it up. So I'm very excited. Uh, next week is probably going to be a good week to jump into this uh, game pass kind of taking over. I'll send uh, Jay. I'll make sure you read up on it a little bit being the PlayStation guy that's so hellbent on refusing to join all of your friends with an Xbox console, which, again, my laughter about it is. I, I mean, if I had the money, I would have a PlayStation 5, too. I just can't afford both. My friends play on Xbox. I have Xbox. I love Game Pass. I get to play so many games that I would have never wanted to spend $60 on. But everybody that I meet that says they're PlayStation, I met a, I was doing a, a show for my job, a trade show. And somebody that was there, there was a, a kid there with his family working, you know, helping with, they had a, a booth as well. So this 13-year-old kid, no, 14-year-old kid comes over. He, this kid's got a YouTube channel he's showing me. He streams. Like, this kid really knows his stuff. Big Star Wars fan. Like, they, had, they were selling lightsabers at their booth, and it was crazy. And he starts going on a rant about his favorite game is Minecraft. He's a PlayStation player. He's like, well... It was originally a PlayStation exclusive. I said, no, it wasn't. I said it was bought by Xbox, but yes, they basically leave the company alone, but they left it on PlayStation. So then he says, well, I know one that is PlayStation exclusive. He goes, Minecraft Dungeons. And I go, I'll bet you one of your lightsabers that it's not. I got it down to a hat. But he uh, he says, no way. So I literally just pulled up game pass on mobile through the cloud and started minecraft dungeons and he's sitting there playing it on my phone and he sees the big xbox logo come up and every game that he mentioned that he liked to play that he thought was a playstation only game was either an xbox game that switched over or it was a third party game they could play and i said well don't you like the playstation games and he's like well what are the playstation exclusives and i said last of us and i know he's a 13 14 year old kid but he goes no that game's garbage i go what about god of war he's like ah, it's okay i go what about spider-man he goes it's boring after 10 minutes i go so you literally don't like any games on playstation why do you have a playstation then his parents came over and i was explaining to them what game pass was and he was like they were like maybe your next console should be an xbox because they were like what do you mean it can be on mobile and i was like yeah i was like it's just on mobile so we had a lot of laughs uh on it uh i know jay you're you're big about the controller but you haven't held the PlayStation 5 controller yet. You keep saying the Xbox controller is huge, but I've told you multiple times the PS5 controller is bigger than the Xbox controller. So I would love, you know, I'm going to send you plenty of articles. Hopefully Gump, uh, he's big and he wants to, to push this Game Pass. He'll come back to talk about it and he can jump in with some with some comments as well. I think we'll have a, a good uh, talk and for you to really compare. And I'll even show you the PlayStation service. We'll talk about PlayStation Now versus xbox game pass and what they're doing and whether you think maybe xbox is going to start forcing you know nintendo and playstation to change the way they do it maybe they're going to get left behind it's just there's just too many things going right with it whether it's developers talking great about it they're still making money on it people still want to buy the games to technically own them uh dlc they can be sold off there there's just no you know, and whether you like PlayStation or Xbox, it to me it doesn't matter. The only people that drive me nuts are the people that say Game Pass is stupid or Game Pass is bad. There's really like there is no negative to it. If you don't want it, great. But to to say that it's crazy for people to have it, I think is is a bad thing. So Jay, we're gonna hopefully open your eyes even more as the week goes on. Our goal on this channel chat is to get Jay by Christmas with an Xbox console, so when he turns it on and he plays Warzone and he dies with us still, he's using an Xbox and not a PlayStation. Wait, so how much is this Game Pass thing? It's like, what, 15 bucks a month? If you want Ultimate Game Pass, if you don't, then it's only $10 a month. But, and we'll talk about this next week, Microsoft has a thing called Microsoft Rewards. Jay, I've had Game Pass since it came out, 
and Microsoft rewards, you just get points by playing games or using internet searches or just dumb things that you get points for. I have actually, I have actually, you use Bing. Uh, no, I don't use Bing, but there's other ways. There's so many ways around (laughs) this. I have never used my actual money to buy game pass. Not once. I earn like you know what that I means, spent right? all my points this month, and I'm already back up to ten thousand. Th- Wait, you know what that means, right? If you don't pay for something, it means you're the product. Oh, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that, uh, like, I yeah, I get it. But I'm there's that's what I'm saying. There's there's so many ways around this that it just benefits the consumer if you're just willing to do a few things here or there. Uh so. I, I think it's it's just a smart move. So hopefully we'll we'll uh, push the needle. I would say we're like forty percent of the way there. You're still very pro oh. PlayStation, but I feel like we're getting we're getting closer as you upgrade soon to be upgrading that PS4. Maybe we can get you over the edge. I don't know, man. This thing's still rocking. I don't even have the helicopter sound that everyone complained about before it dies. So it's still rolling. I'll come visit and just throw <laughs> some dust in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so with that being said, guys, in there. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everybody coming out, joining us, watching, hanging out for a little bit. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, if you have any questions, reach out, parentsfirstgaming at gmail.com. Uh, let's go around the room real quick and say goodbye. Uh, Taylor, if people wanted to find you, ask questions, is there any way, any kind of social media that you have that people can reach out to you directly? Um. They could reach out through my Instagram, actually. It's still up and running, surprisingly. It's not as big as what it once was, but it's still there. If they want to direct message me, it is at Master of Shadows, just like my gamer tag. So it it's not an S at the beginning of Shadows. It's a it's five. So, so Master I get a lot of, of five Shadows. Shadows, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get that a lot. But yeah, no, it's the same exact as my gamer tag, so... They can reach out through there. It's probably the easiest way to get get in touch with me because I don't really use my Twitter and Facebook's more of a personal thing that I just use to scroll through and watch people do dumb things that they want to post on the internet. Nice. And Jay, what about you? Where can uh, people find you if they want to get a hold of you for any hentai, hentai questions? Uh, send everything tentacle related to I am the gaming dad. Uh, no, he no, no, no. It through to me. Please, Please do send all of your tentacle. <laughs> and then, uh, if you have, um, and then parents just, uh, really the big takeaway today is, is, uh, you know, once again, always watch your kids. Um, if they ask for a giant, um, anime pillow, you probably want to double check the browser history and anything with tentacles, make sure you turn it off. Someone please put an octopus in chat. Oh, right now no, no thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so i do have a little bit of news from my end uh once again my name is james Ayers. i am the gaming dad that's where you can find me at i am the gaming dad at anything whether it's twitter twitch instagram tiktok all of that also we are part of last choice network that we are about to launch completely full-time right now on last choice network on youtube uh master of shadows and i actually are playing through a way out. So every day we are uploading uh, a part of a way out about a 20 to 30 minute segment. We'll get all the way through. And for those that haven't played before, if you do want to watch along the end, we actually, there's multiple endings. We played through both endings. So we're going to have that on there for you. And also the, I am the gaming dad is going to be a little bit less on Twitch and a little bit more on YouTube. And within probably by the end of the month, Parents versus Gaming will probably leave Twitch altogether and go straight to our Last Choice Network YouTube channel for our live uh, recordings. And then, of course, you can fo- find the follow-up, the edited versions of it later as well. Uh, I'm probably going to start shifting my entire self over to YouTube uh, with the kind of content and the things that we want to do uh, for those that are streamers. Someone I highly suggest looking up is Alpha Gaming. I am about to make a claim for anyone in chat. It's probably going to think that I am crazy, but I think for small-time streamers, I think that within the next year or two, we could start seeing the end of Twitch comparable to what I would say was the end of Snapchat. I'm not going to say Snapchat is completely dead, but once these other 
you know, Instagram and Facebook and all these other in Twitter now, Discord, they added all these things. Snapchat was just about stories. But now you have stories on Facebook, you have stories on Instagram, you have stories on Twitter, and they do all these other things. YouTube is is kind of doing the same thing. To grow on Twitch, what do they tell you you have to do? You have to make content. You can't just stream. You know, as far as a small streamer, you've got to create content. Where does your content go? Your content goes to TikTok and to YouTube. Uh, I mean, you can even stream on TikTok now. Uh, and Twitch just has streaming. So if Twitch doesn't, in my opinion, if they don't change, I think I think it's something that could that could die off. Now, of course, the your your high end streamers, I think they're going to be there for a while. Of course, they get they get paid to be there. I'm I'm nowhere near there. But that shift is probably going to happen soon. Uh, I apologize for anyone that is so anti-YouTube or doesn't want to join us there. I hope that you guys come over. We love the interaction with chat for the live podcast. So I hope to see you guys over on the YouTube channel within a couple of weeks as well. So with that being said, I'm going to say goodbye for everyone. Once again, this was episode 16. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us and staying us on this adventure with us. And uh, I think pretty soon we're going to add a second podcast uh, with just Jay and I. Uh, kind of just two dads talking about something dumb every week. It'll be probably, yeah, probably not live, uh, but it'll be on all the plat- podcast platforms. It'll be mainly an audio version. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll talk to everyone soon. See you guys next week. Goodbye.